Welcome back to the Freedom Pact Podcast and today's episode is an episode that is very important to me as it is an issue I have dealt with my entire life. Uh, So before we get into that, I just want to encourage you guys to head over to freedompact.co.uk and see what we have to offer. This podcast is just one avenue that we try and help people with. We have plenty more to explore. And just before we get into the episode, if you guys could leave a five-star rating and subscribe, it would mean a lot to us because we give this podcast for free every single week and we do the research so you don't have to. So to help keep this free and help us keep pumping these episodes out, if you showed your support, that would be amazing. Now today's episode is on growing your confidence. So what is the one thing that we hear more than anything in the self-help industry? Motivational videos or any advice that the successful will give you? You've got it. It's believe in yourself. Now we're told to believe in ourselves, as if the whole time it never occurred to us to do such a thing. As if it's a genius idea that none of us could think of on our own that's suddenly going to solve all our confidence issues. It's such a generalization, such a sweeping, passive and lazy piece of advice. Don't get me wrong, I've said it before myself, but there comes a time when you realize that they're just empty words in essence and they can't actually help you. It's not a switch you can just turn on and off. It's a it's a process. There is zero practicality in these words. Okay, believe in myself. That's great. Now, how exactly do I do that? Now, this is something you've heard Joe talk about to great extent recently. It's something that irks us both, and it's the biggest problem with the self-help industry. This type of advice is a good starting point uh, from a general point of view but it gives us no clear steps to take to actually accomplish or achieve the goal so I'd, I'd love to talk about active steps you can take to improve your confidence I'm someone who has had confidence issues my entire life ever since I was a child and I've had to overcome so many of those I was once so short of self-confidence that I couldn't even hold conversations with my own family without feeling awkward, out of place, or as if I was bad at talking. I could never sit at the front of a room because I always thought that there were people behind me staring at the back of my head, making fun of me, or behind my back. You know, that is a really bad level of self-confidence and and the list goes on and on in fact i've been obsessed with podcasts my entire adult life and it was always my dream for years and years and years to have my own podcast and i could never do it i had such little confidence in myself that i would be good or that anyone would want to listen or that i could do it right And so I never did. And that always annoyed me because it was always something I wanted to try to do. Now, look what I'm doing now. I'm admitting this to you. On my own podcast for the entire world to hear. 
Like I said, I've come a long way since then, so I feel that I'm at least somewhat qualified to give my insight, to a certain extent at least. Brian Tracy, in The Power of Self-Confidence, wrote that when you set goals, try more things, engage in more activities and explore more opportunities, your probabilities of success increase dramatically. Now those are only things you can do when you have a decent level of confidence. So I'm sure we can all agree to that have true self-confidence is a real superpower. And if you've made it this far in the podcast, it's clear that you're at, le- at least interested or actually want to improve your confidence. So moving on, here are some ideas and techniques for you to try that are practical, a practical approach to improving your, your confidence other than just being told, believe in yourself. The first thing that I'm going to encourage you to do is to meet your fears head on. Again, this is quite a generalization, so let me explain. Let's look at it deeper. Simply put, when you feel in control and can find comfort in doing something, you're not afraid. When we don't feel in control, we don't think clearly because... Our emotional brain is in the driver's seat and it it takes over us. This is why fear often seems random and irrational. Our emotions are in control. So then I turned to Harvard Medical School professor Ronald Siegel in his book The Mindfulness Solution. He gives us this practical exercise to try and I'm going to share it with you as it's something I've been using myself for quite a few years think about your fear maybe it's your fear of trying something new your fear of doing what you love a fear of speaking to people now think about that fear in detail in fact this might sound crazy but actually make your fear worse than it already is become more scared get really really close to your fear imagine the worst case scenarios and outcomes possible to the furthest extent when you do this you bring your fears and insecurities to a spike And then come to a realization that nothing actually traumatic came of it. What this is going to do is it's going to engineer your brain to a certain way of approaching your fears and your insecurities. And instill a certain level of confidence in you that the outcome isn't as bad as the actual process of the fear or insecurity is. Now, I found that to be very practical, especially when applying for jobs or I was scared of doing or trying new avenues such as podcasts or YouTube channels. I imagine being berated by everyone I knew, you know, random people making fun of me or 
you know, just just really, really exaggerating the fear to the point where you realize that that's not going to happen. And then your brain is just rewired to a certain way of thinking. Almost as a reverse paranoid as you would have heard Joe talk about before. So I feel this is a really practical approach. Secondly, I would seriously encourage you to raise your curiosity levels. Curiosity is hugely important. It's a hugely important trait for anyone who is a confident individual. Curiosity is the foundation for lifelong growth. If we remain curious, we remain teachable, and our minds and hearts grow larger every day, we can retain our beginner's mind by always, always looking forward and constantly discovering new experiences and new information and new ways of learning, new ways of progressing. The way in which you develop this to in turn develop your confidence is by asking yourself questions and being curious. Now, being curious is important because, in this sense anyway, it makes your mind active instead of passive. It encourages you to be more observant of new ideas. It opens up new worlds and possibilities and it creates an adventurous response that leads you in a new direction. Now, again, this is something I can relate to and Joe could testify to. I was I was I was never a curious person. I was never one to explore or explore ideas or new places. And I think that's something that Joe originally saw in me and, and was something he tried to bring out of me. I mean, I would never leave my house. Um, whenever I had free time, I would spend it in my house um, doing the same old things. And, you know, Joe would, would always tell me, you know, read read this book, read this book. There's, there's things you, you know, you've never learned about, you've never explored before. You know, and do it. And, and by doing these things, it brought me out of my shell. You know, and, and it gave me confidence to be able to network and speak to people because I had all these new ideas and this information in my brain and I, and I felt more confident in my approach not only that but I mean Joe used to just to drag me out of the house on weekends um, and take me new places you know up and down the country to waterfalls to lakes to beaches to forests to to, to all these places that I never knew existed or really wanted to know existed and what that did is if you know it might sound silly but just by visiting a waterfall I, I specifically remember one for, waterfall we went to and I was so blown away by this hidden gem and the fact that I never knew it existed that when I got home that night I just wanted to go and find similar places or take it one step further and you know it's to the point now where I was someone who you couldn't get to the local park and I'm now someone who's in a few months time going to be um, climbing Mount Everest so I really encourage you to spike your curiosity because it's it's going to bring you out your shell in terms of confidence tenfold 
and that's something I've experienced and, and can you can hold me accountable for that. Another huge thing you, you, you have to tackle is is your battle with your negativity bias. This is something Joe spoke about on one of our earlier podcasts. Since the early days, humans learned to get lunch or be lunch, essentially. You know, our, our natural negativity bias has, has kept us safe from danger for you know thousands and thousands of years, but not every new or different thing is a threat to our survival. That's something that you have to learn. You know, just because something's new, just because you haven't experienced it before, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a threat or a danger. You need to learn to accept these new things, just like how we talked about with curiosity. This negativity bias, you know, it was instilled instilled in us. It was not something that is our own fault, but it can chisel away at our confidence because we're hardwired to pay attention to all that we've done wrong. So, you know, how, how, it was instilled in us. It wasn't our fault. You know, how do we even tackle something like that? So use an exercise you can try to to try and combat your negativity bias, which will in turn give you more confidence when you're dealing with brand new things or things you've never experienced before. Come up with five positive thoughts to counter every one negative thought. Let every positive thought sit for about 30 seconds before moving on to the next positive thought. You know, really experience your emotions and acknowledge both good and bad. Don't try to suppress the negative ones. Label the emotions for what they are and move on. Don't enter into a in a dialogue about negative emotion because that just gives it more power. Uh, finally, I guess my, my last practical tip would be talk to yourself. Become your own best friend. You know, this might seem crazy and lonely, but trust me, it works. Talking to yourself can make you smarter, improve your memory, help you focus, and even increase your ac- athletic performance in, in some uh, studies. The documentary The Human Brain talks quite extensively about this. And it claims we can say between 300 to 1,000 words to ourselves per minute. Now, the Navy SEALs, armed forces, special forces, they all use the power of positivity and positive self-talk as a way of dealing with insecurities, dealing with hard times, and dealing with doubt. So this is undoubtedly a group of people that we can use as role models and and learn from. And, you know, if these people are using this as a practical technique to develop their confidence and and mindset, then I'm sure we can all agree that it it is at least worth trying. So how, how we approach this in a practical way is to talk to ourselves and be positive in the way in which we talk to ourselves. Because the way you talk to yourself influences your 
neurobiological response to it. When you say, I know what to do here, or see things as a challenge rather than instantly thinking they're a problem, you've turned your response into a positive one. So talking to yourself as much as you can is actually going to, you know, as introverted as it may seem, it's going to, it's going to bring your confidence up. And it's something I've learned to excel at and talk to myself and talk things out in my head. And, you know, I'm very happy in my own company. And by doing that, I think it's been a knock-on effect. And, you know, I've, I've grown in my confidence to be in the company of others and thrive in, in, in those situations. So my takeaway from, from this episode would be, yes, it's important. Confidence is so important because it's gonna it's it's gonna breed breed success. It's gonna open up new opportunities. It's gonna you know bring you closer to the lifestyle you want. No one wants to feel insecure. No one wants to be shy. No one wants to be anxious in social situations or you know scared to apply for jobs they want to do or do things they want to do. Because at the end of the day, it's that fear and that self-confidence issues that hold us back. And like I said, it's something that that held me back for so long from doing this podcast. From, you know, trying trying things like, you know, uh, getting accredited as a, as a certified life coach. As starting new businesses. You know, my degrees, diplomas everything stems from a level of self-confidence so when these people tell you to believe in yourself and how important that is believe them that is extremely important but like we said you need to approach it practically so take that as a starting piece of advice and then look into ways that you can build on that and actually take a practical approach towards it try some of the techniques i spoke about here and by by no means is this podcast the be all and end all and you know the the guidebook to to really grow your self-confidence because this is this is just a starting point and, and this is just things that i found work for me and may not work for others or may work exceptionally well for you so i encourage you to to do some more research if you need to if these things don't work for you and definitely build on your self confidence because it's it's done wonders for me. I'd honestly say, you know, since since doing things like growing my curiosity, that was a huge one for me. I'll amazing people and opportunities that I never thought were possible. And it's genuinely made my life so much better and enjoyable and brought me so much closer to true happiness than I ever was. So for me, it was definitely important. So I can imagine it would be the same for everyone. So I hope this podcast has been useful in terms of its practicality as that is something me and Joe are are trying so, so hard to preach and and something we try to instill in every episode of the Freedom Pack podcast and in our life coaching with our clients. We we try and, and give them practicality because so many people tell us that they've had life coaches before who just tell them the cliches or tell them what they need to do but don't tell them how they how they should do it or how to do it 
and that's something that we've taken on board and, and we've tried to really be innovative in the way that we approach our clients and our podcasts and really try to give practical steps to the point in which if you follow the steps we're giving you then you're going to succeed in, in whatever goals you're trying to accomplish or all those sessions are trying to accomplish so with that being said if this has helped you in any way at all or you've at least enjoyed listening please subscribe on itunes leave a five star rating and leave a little review um we love hearing what you guys think you can also tell us what you think via email you can email us at freedompact at gmail.com like i said this podcast is just one outlet of things we have to offer um you know we offer a lot more in terms of life coaching sessions consultations videos blogs you name it you know we're, we're constantly pumping out content on the instagram uh videos quotes book recommendations so that instagram is just freedom packed if you search that you'll find it there um, you can also find us on twitter at uh, freedom packed pod that's gonna wrap up this short episode on how to grow in confidence i've been your host lewis for check next time we'll be back with my co-host joseph newton this has been the freedom pack podcast thank you so much for listening we'll see you in the next one